you guys are never going to believe this, but we're back. <laughs> back again. <laughs> I thought Craig was a real person. Oh my God, that's amazing. And I <laughs> oh my God. love this. This is, we're already starting off with a banger. As you guys <laughs> might have noticed, we have a, uh, a special guest who is uh, a very good friend of, you know what? Why am I even introducing her? I don't fucking know her. You go ahead. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Um, we have Peyton with us today, guys, and um, she's one of my very most favorite people and my my pseudo little sister, if not by blood, then by love and circumstance. So Peyton's here with us to talk about Dune, and she's a big Dune nerd, so we're excited. Oh, I love I, you, Lens. I need it I so you. bad. You guys are gross. Anyway. Um, <laughs> you and Matt were so much worse in the Halloween episode. Oh, I know, dude. We so were. <laughs> it was awful. Um. Before we get into Dune, which I actually am very excited to talk about because I saw the movie, the 1984 movie, a long time ago when I was a kid, and I didn't understand shit except for that the big sandworms looked dope. Um, yeah, and that's did basically what I thought about this one too. For the record, and we are going to do a little news before we get too into Dune, but I I saw the 84 one actually quite recently because I just read the book recently. Peyton, did you see the old movie? Yeah, I just watched it actually like a few weeks ago. Same because I just started reading the series, so I just saw the the recent one. I mean, the, right. not the recent one, the '84 one. So we're all equally um, yeah didn't tainted it go by a, that. It was a TV series after that, right? Oh, I didn't I, know that. I'm pretty I, sure there was like there's been three iterations of Doom or Doom. Jesus Christ. There's been three iterations of Dune. The show attempted. was not successful, though. Like, That's what I, I remember. I don't think you okay. can get it. I think yeah. I think it exists, but it might be like a pilot or something. Like I don't think it was like it wasn't a thing. Uh, when did okay. that come out? The mid '90s, I think. Oh, oh. I'm not. I just look know it that. It, yeah, it's the, not anywhere. Like the dude in the original Dune, I know that he's famous for a lot of things that are not this, but he is just Charlotte's husband on Sex and the City to me forever. The one who couldn't get it up forever. That's it. That's all. <laughs> Holy shit, dude. See, was that is... They wanted to wait till marriage and he, he couldn't pop a boner and it was a whole storyline <laughs> like three seasons of Sex and the City. That's all. And and I see him in this and I'm like, he's supposed to be like 12. I So anyway. That's <laughs> um, all you see in Dune. <laughs> <laughs> I just yeah I don't I don't like that so the original movie's not good so good to know we all have that background um yeah good to know that we all know about Charlotte's husband it's I hate important. that I actually do I know because of Brooklyn Nine-Nine but <laughs> Peyton you probably are like what's sex in the city yeah oh I'm my a, god I'm a child him? damn <laughs> No, was, of course I know what it is. I know what it is. Okay, thank God. Yeah. No, it was off by the time she would have been anywhere close to able to. Oh, yeah, it. I guess that's true. It has been gone for quite a while. Yeah, that but show ended when I was, like, a sophomore in high school. She was, like, two. Like, it. yeah, it, that show's been over for a long time. Whoa. I'm dating her a little bit, but I've been dating myself yeah. the last few episodes. Yeah. Breaks, oh, yeah. Diesel. Do we need to, like, curb our... our <laughs> no. Right now? Because... <laughs> You haven't been around long enough yeah, to be desensitized. Yeah, monitor yourselves, guys, please. Okay. Well, shoot. Golly G. Willikers, Batman. <laughs> she's, she's an adult. She's over 21. She's oh, what the fuck do I care then? Never mind. Fuck, 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 fuck. Um, Okay, so yeah, news. <laughs> that <laughs> well, probably we she hasn't seen either. <laughs> we'll, get I know, I <laughs> we'll get her on it. All right, so here's here's the big news, guys. Um, Hayden Christensen is fucking back. He's back, guys. It's oh Darth God. Vader. He's going to be... He's going to be... Darth Vader in the Ahsoka series, and I don't give a fuck. I kind of I am pissed. Either. 
dude. I mean, he'll be in the Obi Wan miniseries, which that I'm looking forward to because it's Ewan McGregor and he can do no wrong. Only because but, of that is it okay? Otherwise, I'm done with Star Wars retread. Yeah, I can see. That's kind of why I'm like I don't care about like even to begin with when she was around in the clone Wars show i fucking i don't care about ahsoka i don't care about her we got this little like follow-up with her in season two of the mandalorian and she's off doing god knows what i don't know why she's not with luke but whatever um but yeah i don't i don't care if i don't watch the show i'm gonna feel like i'm not missing anything so we can move right along to the more exciting stuff yeah yeah peyton are you a star wars fan do you care about this? Do you know about this? Um, you know, you this? I feel like I'm going to disappoint you guys by saying that I haven't seen it, but don't let this that was taint fun. your image of me. This was so fun. <laughs> Thank you, Peyton, for coming on. Don't it was a pleasure <laughs> meeting you. Me, okay. <laughs> Dude, girl told me earlier she has not know Lord of the Rings. Like, we've got, so this is, oh this my is God. really okay. exciting, though. This is going to so, hate me, you guys. No, no, this gonna... is good. This is exciting because what's yeah. cool about this is that she's... Like, I'm just spilling your beans, Peyton, but, like, when we were talking earlier, um, she's, like, loving Dune, though. So I think we found, like, a new, like, she's about to enter this uh, genre in a big way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and even just listen, I talk to Lindsay all the time about I'm your guys' biggest fan. I feel like when I listen (laughs) to you guys, I'm like, okay, famous people, like, love it. (laughs) And whenever you guys post stuff about movies or media that i haven't seen i'm like okay i have to listen to this or watch this so i know what they're talking about so even like the star wars movies i haven't seen but i have plans now to see them so for your podcast i'm like oh right yeah yeah and i can agree or disagree with whatever you guys are saying yes well get on it i'm actually here for that empire's coming on the fifth so. Yeah, Empire's next week, and I'm super stoked about that. So knowing that, like, I honestly, like, one of my favorite things is showing people Star Wars who have never seen Star Wars. And right, yeah. It, oh, it's so exciting. Lindsay, not so much, because she's seen them. And so she, like, she's a big Star Wars. She's a Star Wars fan. I don't want to say big, but, like, she's a Star Wars fan. But she refuses to come into the water of the expanded universe pool with me yeah that's the danger i'm afraid yeah. of that defense right. cut i don't right. know i know but here's the thing man like i'm ready to like dive head first into the lord of the rings ocean of shit if by I'm, ocean, like i was already talking the silmarillion like Dude, i that's... mean tell me that that doesn't take like a month to get through though yeah come on i mean all right, we'll do some as we approach silmarillion we'll make some equitable trades and i just need what i need is like like a you know, someone to tie a rope to me or something because I might not come back. That's my concern. No, I that's fine. Not, I, literally, like, I will give you school to do this. Like, that's <laughs> what we're looking at. That's a real. Well, possibility. we don't want that. I don't. I don't want to create this. If I find something I like that much, I might actually quit school. So we can't. We have to like yeah, <laughs> temper ourselves. We'll temper it. Yeah. Speaking I'll of things I like books, so much that yes, I paused school because I did fall so deep into the DC universe that I went on a leave of absence for three months for hot girl summer slash time to watch Smash. (laughs) 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 So DC fandom happened. Um, We got, we got trailers for the flash CW. We got trailers for the flash movie. I was like flashed out. It was so exciting. We got the Batman trailer that I saw on the big screen when my son. Oh, me too. It was. Oh yeah. Oh my yeah. god! Oh, and the friend I was with didn't know it was coming out, and she like lost her shit when she saw what it was, and I was super. super oh, and then it's Robert that. Pattinson. Hell yeah! Yeah, uh huh. Yeah, 
So I'm pretty stoked for that. I'm not going to lie. Like you would think that by now people would be kind of burnt out with Batman, but I'm, I'm just like, I'm here for it, dude. It's bad. It's based on Batman year one, which is when he first becomes Batman within the first year. So it's him in his like detective mode and trying to figure out what's working for him and like how tough he needs to be on criminals in Gotham. Like, dude, I'm fucking here for it. As long as it's not a Christian Bale retread of the origin story, I'm happy. I do not need that. Oh, yeah. I think, honestly, like, you can't mention Batman without mentioning his parents, but I don't think they're going to just re-show his parents getting killed. I think it's going to start with him going into the courtroom with Joe Chill, who's the guy that shot his parents. And that's going to be it. I I don't think they're going to... I think they're going to learn and do what Homecoming did and just make offhanded comments about it, but not tread on it. Even if we see the parents, that's not as annoying to me as like, that's always a flashback. It's not the current storyline. What I don't want to see is Raja Ghoul. I don't want to train. I want to be fucking Batman. Oh, I know. You want like, an established, yeah. ready to go Batman. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, yeah. I want that's Batman why, who's that's why ready to go. Keaton was so good. Yeah. Like I can do Batman like six months in or so. I could do Batman like where, where Gwen Stacy was in Spider-Verse. Oh, yeah. Okay. I can get behind that one. Yeah. Early days, but also I don't need to see you, like, learn how to, you know... Shoot a battery. Yeah. (laughs) I was going to say, use your power. He doesn't have any fucking superpowers. Yeah, he does. It's money. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. (laughs) Well, and he is technically the smartest man on Earth. Or he's, like, one of the smartest men on Earth, and he is the world's greatest detective. So he does have... I'm not going to say powers, but yeah, whatever, dude, I digest. Um, so I actually was most excited about the Black Adam trailer. I just want to like throw that out there because yeah. it was so brutal. And we technically didn't really see much of him. And I love that. I te- keep face. teasing me about it. I know. I was like, keep teasing me about it. I know who you are, but I'm so fucking stoked. Yeah, I'm, I'm here for it. I'm excited for that. And then do we get... I think there was like a longer Peacemaker trailer that I'm not convinced I saw. <laughs> yeah. We got a longer Peacemaker trailer that basically talks about what the show is really going to be about. Um, and it gives a little background to him and shows like what they're going to be going through. It got a bunch of really funny clips in there. I thought it was funny. Whether or not I'm going to follow it every week, I don't think so. Um, I'll probably just wait till the whole show is done and just watch it then. Or I'll, maybe I'll catch like one or two episodes here and there, but. Peacemaker is not a character I care about. I mean, I liked him in Suicide Squad, though. Like, I'm I did too, but that's because he played off of Bloodsport. No one likes a show off. They do when the thing you're showing off is fucking dope. (laughs) Fuck, that's true. Peyton, do you? What's your? Do you like all this DC stuff? Did you see any of this? You know, I have very tainted experiences with DC. I Uh got into Marvel. Probably around the time when, like, like you, Lindsay, like when Age of Ultron came out. Yeah. And, and so I went from liking Marvel to like, that was my first kind of superhero universe to then DC, which is not all connected in the way that Marvel is. So I just didn't like it as much. And then I watched the new Suicide Squad that came out and didn't really like it. So I didn't like any of those characters as much. Um, it's funny that we're talking about this now because Chris and I um, listened to the Suicide Squad episode that you guys put out 
And Chris and I were just like, what the fuck? These guys like loved this. Like, what are they talking about? Like, because we're just so diehard Marvel fans. Oh, I am too. Like, yeah, don't get me wrong. But yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I love that you guys like really appreciate both of them. I'm just so like one or the other, you know? I mean, DC's also been sucking some like yeah. really serious assholes so like it's tough to right. yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. if i'm gonna be honest like i don't care about the dceu like yeah i will go see the right. flash movie but you're not gonna catch me hyped about it until after i see it and then right. i'm like i'm gonna make you see that movie whether no i know I am, I, absolutely i'm gonna see it but like i don't like ezra miller as the flash i just there's I something know. about him that i'm like dude barry allen wasn't this bumbling like stumbling i don't have friends kind of guy he was just yeah. like this awkward quip like he just made jokes all the time that's why he and green lantern became like really good friends is because green lantern was this arrogant dick and flash was like yo dude you gotta like tone it down be like me and they just like became friends i just have such a as far as the flash goes like actually don't know that I give a shit and a half about his personality as long as he's not a complete bastard. I just mm. really want a half decent speedster in my life. I, and, a, and one that sticks around and doesn't get killed off for no fucking reason. In the reason. very first movie. Yeah. yeah, like in the stupidest way possible. Like you can't or get shot. If you're... Yeah, right. Quicksilver can't be shot. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my fucking life. Like I just... Anyway, yeah, that's all I want. I just want a speedster. I want a good speedster. I do not care who it is. Like, I don't care whether that's comic accurate to Barry Allen. I don't care. Like, I, Ezra Miller's fine. Just just run fast. Run, Barry. Like, that's all I want. Every episode. Run, <laughs> Barry, run! <laughs> well, Dude, he's doing that. Speaking of um, speedsters in the MCU and stuff, though. Um, what the hell? Like, yeah. we got delayed again. Everything but Spider-Man, so... Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Everything know. after Spider-Man for Marvel just got pushed out. And and just after I built the, the podcast calendar, meticulously I I, through April. I was literally reading <laughs> that, and I'm like, oh, Lindsay's gonna be so pissed. Like, the next day, I built out this calendar through fucking April, and the next day, they're like, everything in the MCU is big, you know, fuck you, just kidding. And I'm like, damn oh, it. Oh, my God. No, I have to wait even longer for Doctor Strange. Yeah, well, that was the hit, right? Because we all—I yeah. didn't want to have yeah, Spider-Man push happy. Back, no, I—that's the one. I that Spider-Man and Doctor Strange are the ones we're going to get the most answers from. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. I yeah. want Doctor Strange. I want it yesterday. I can't believe it's being delayed. I it's it sucks, and it's crazy that DC had this like really big day like people were pretty stoked on all those trailers they had a good day and then this happened in Marvel and I'm like is it opposite day what happened (laughs) well I don't know I yeah it just that it really sucks but since you said speaking of answers the word answers just flashed across my head and it was the only thing I was thinking of last night was the fucking uh, Big Bang Theory meme where he's like, I don't need sleep, I need answers. <laughs> yes. literally, dude, that's literally, that was me on my couch with Wells, our dog. And we're just laying there and he's looking at me like, dude, can we go to bed? And I'm like, no. No, it doesn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> this movie yeah, so isn't even over yet. Let's talk about Dune. Because this was, oh, yeah. it was Dune. great. 
And, and I feel like, um, I did not write a summary for this. Uh, does They're anybody really, want to take the a summary? Hella long. Yeah, the summary. Is long. Yeah, like what? What is Dune? Is the summary? Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck? Like, so this was like the. I think the best way to summarize this: the the friend that I went with to see this movie is the second it ended, turned over me, and she goes, "I mean, that was awesome. Don't get me wrong, I love that, but that was like a cold open, right?" And I was like, yeah, like a $200 yeah. million dollar, three hour long cold open that we cold absolutely open. needed. And also, I genuinely was shocked when it said Dune part one. I'm like, oh, for yeah. God's sake. Yeah, yeah. I knew that was coming. I knew it was not going to be the whole thing, but I didn't realize they were going to cut it off where they did. So let's let's make a determination right here, guys, because we actually kind of did a shitty job of discussing this before the pod. How spoilery do we want to be? Because Peyton and I have both read the books. Um, right. Like, can yeah. I spoil the oh, books yeah. I've read and that you haven't read, Lindsay? Oh, yeah. I don't give a fuck. Hit me. Okay. I, I'm good. Okay. But, but Scott, how about you? And from an audience perspective, like, the movie that's out from 1984 does the whole plot. Like, it's not, the plot's not a secret. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, we don't need to be secretive about it. First of all, at the time of this recording, this episode's not going to be out for a couple days. So I don't care. Perfect. Um, I say full spoilers for all of Dune, yeah. right? For Let's all go of Dune. all of okay. Dune, everything okay. published, full on, fuck it, we're spoiling. Spoiling. Yes. By the way, I found a one sentence, somehow a one sentence synopsis of this. Hit movie. us with it. Yes. The feature adaptation of Frank Herbert's science fiction classic about the son of a noble family entrusted with the protection of the most valuable asset and the most valuable vital element in the galaxy. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty that's pretty accurate. Yeah, pretty much. That makes sense. I have no idea. I just I no. literally So Oh man. So let's let's get like the low hanging fruit out of the way here, I think, before we get into the crazy shit. Um this looked unbelievable. Oh yeah. Absolutely. I have never seen anything remotely like this. Like the the plot could have been worse and my eyes still would have been glued to the screen the entire time like I couldn't even get up to go to the bathroom it was just like I couldn't stop looking at it it was so enticing yeah where did yeah. everybody see this I saw it in XD I saw an RPX oh in your living room oh that stings well I have a yeah. 65 inch with uh, oh okay what do you call it um sound bar and everything so I'm like it wasn't I wasn't watching it on my phone Right. Um, that's a was, sin, I think. I know. If it, to, uh, yeah. if anyone's planning on doing that, I think yeah. there's a separate yeah, circle of hell for you. Don't do that shit. Um, so what did was, you think of it, Scott? It was beautiful. It was really well done. I Okay, like right off the bat, the first thing that I noticed was sand is very hard to animate because it is particleized. It's not water where water is solidified and it's like, well, it's not solidified, but like it's, it's a block of like liquid and then you move through it and you can make it splash everywhere. Sand is constantly moving and it's fine. And so like, sometimes it has to look like the wind or it has to look like a massive clump just exploded or whatever. And there were tons of times, like, especially when the sandworm is moving where it just looks like water. And I'm like, this is gorgeous. This looks fucking amazing. Like when the worm yeah. is chasing them at the end of the movie, and it like comes right up to the edge of the rocks and the sand is just like washing over the rocks. 
I was like, dude, this looks sick as fuck. Yeah. This looks so good. And I, I think... Go ahead, Baze. Um, I was watching this interview with the Dune cast like a few weeks before this came out, and they were saying that obviously you there's no huge giant sandworm, but like the entirety of the movie was filmed in the desert. Like yeah. these rooms were real rooms. Uh like it's just so incredible. And like the sand with the like washing over like water, I don't even know what to think of that like it is just so visually appealing it was and like even more so like you only get to see it like three times twice actually i guess um the way that the sand vibrates when the worm is like approaching and opening its mouth and shit yeah i was like this is lit as fuck dude this whole thing looks so good yes yes I think as far as like how the way that it looks like water and the way that it moves and stuff, I actually think is a really cool piece of in-world continuity that they've executed through the animation. Yeah, yeah. Because Arrakis is bone fucking dry. This is drier than the Sahara. This is like, you will die. Mm -hmm. Like it's, and, and so sand moves like that when it's really, really dry. It's sand that's compact is sand that is damp, right? Right. Well, and that that was my other question. It was like, not even my other, like my first of a thousand, but (laughs) the way that they explain it, if you guys are familiar with another series that I really love is the Riddick series. Oh Um, my God, Scott. Mm, Never heard of it. Love you so much. Please go on. So you've never heard of it. Yeah. I'm okay. Chronicles of Riddick, Pitch Black. Mm -mm, I have it. Pitch Black is like. Dude. Like another pillar of my personality. It, oh my god, that whole that both all three of those movies are so fucking good. Vin Diesel's anyway. like real first like outing on his own mm-hmm. after the first mm-hmm. Fast and the Furious movie, and everyone was so hot for him. And oh yeah, oh my Everybody god, loved it. Peyton. Honestly, I think that was like the year you were born. I that was <laughs> it actually might have might legit. Have been, I think yeah, it was, and I remember going to see Pitch Black in theaters, and it was like, whoo, that they made this whole Riddick. Series. Anyway. Please do go on, Scott. Sorry. Yes, I have seen Riddick. No, you're okay. So in Riddick, there is a planet called, it's a prison planet called Crematoria. And during the night, it's like negative 130 degrees. But during the day, it gets well over like 800 degrees Fahrenheit to the point that like rocks are exploding and there's like heat waves of actual like torrential winds and shit. Um, and you can't, you cannot survive on the surface. Like you will literally incinerate within seconds of being out that's there. Not and you that watch bad. it happen. D- Arrakis isn't like that. So that's what I, I know. But they play it up when he's talking to the dude about the palm trees, and they're they're looking out over the factory and stuff. He's like, "Sir, we have to close the door. The sun's getting too high in the day." And I'm like, "Okay." But then it just shows Paul walking around looking at the palm trees, and I'm like, "Where? What is the danger? Why did we just jump from?" holy shit, we got to shut the doors to Paul's taking a leisurely stroll and this dude's watering the palm trees. Well, also on Arrakis, it's not even just about like being out in the sun. It's about losing the the body's moisture. Like they didn't really touch on that that much, but in the books, it's like, that's so, that's like one of the most important aspects of the Fremen culture is conserving water. That's like the whole point of the still suits, the still tents that they have, like everything is about conserving water. And 
uh, like there's even points in the book where if people cry, it's like, what are you doing? Why are you giving water like away? Like yeah. conserve yeah, your water. The babies have to be trained early. Like the babies get like two days where they're allowed to cry. Like it's right. right. So closing the doors isn't so much about like the heat killing you. Like it's hot as fuck for sure. But um, that's it's not going to kill you necessarily. But it's about making sure to conserve all the water possible. And that includes right, like. Right whatever's inside the building and whomever whoever is inside the building and like it's just about really strict practices around water even outside of the fremen because you just have to be this diligent to be able to maintain life there okay i got you i got you that makes that makes more sense because they were like there are times where he's not wearing his mask when they're out there but now the amount of that was stupid that was for the camera yeah 100 percent for the camera no, I get that because it's hard to show like who's talking and shit. Mm-hmm. But I was also like, this is dumb. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Fucking, we get it. And like, they modulate their voices so we know who's talking and shit. Well, I just, and it's I don't like know, when Spider Man and Tony take, they, that's why everyone has nanotech now, right? So that Nano, they can real yeah, quick take the... their mask off so we can see their face. It's for this. So with it, we can see Timothy Chalamet's beautiful face, Scott. That's why. <laughs> oh my God. You want to not he, see Timothy the whole he's movie? He's the new that's... Willy Wonka. Okay, that's all I'm yeah. saying. Yeah. Oh my God, I saw that. Wait, actually, oh Jesus. Wait, okay. no, I he is. That? Did you really not see that? No. Is this on oh Netflix God. when they got the? I have no idea what it is. The movie is just called Wonka. Oh fuck this! I don't know. And I Timothy, don't want it looks. Wonka. I yeah, I don't. I don't have a clue what this is about. Um, Love me some Timothy Chalamet. Um, he's in the new Wes Anderson movie, by the way. Oh my god. The French okay. dispatch. We're gonna have to talk about that. So that's a oh my god. Okay. Um other things that looked cool that people are talking about a lot are the worms, right? Everyone's saying they look yeah. like a butthole. Oh, they look I don't care. I think they looked awesome. I think the Chris knife looked awesome. Um, you know what else I thought looked awesome were the thropters. Like that was one of my favorite parts. Oh yeah, those were, were sick. so sick. So my favorite parts of the movies when they would like the wings would just cut in, all the sound would cut out, and they would just dive down. And the best yeah. part about the RPX is like the theater was shaking. Like it felt like we were getting bombed, honestly. And it felt like you were yeah. there, and it was like overwhelming but that was the point like it's supposed to be like whoa this is a shit ton and i'm there like you know hell yeah dude the yeah, I, mean, I got a little bit of that in my shaky xd i think is just cinemark's version of the it probably yeah is. yeah yeah it I was wild like scott you should go like honestly my takeaway coming out of the theater was that it would have been worth the drive to like denver to go see the IMAX. Oh, IMAX, yeah. yeah. I wish I could see it in IMAX. See, yeah. that's the problem is going into this, I was like, I don't know how much of this is going to be just talking and walking around and world building and stuff and how much of it is going to be action. So I didn't want to spend the money on, like, perfect example, I went and saw Godzilla versus Kong or Kong versus Godzilla in IMAX because you know <laughs> what the fuck that that's going to be. <laughs> Dude, it you know that that shit is going to be we're using skyscrapers as baseball bats and like we're surfing on hel- uh, like uh aircraft carriers and shit. Yeah, like you know that fair, that's going to that, be the huge. movie was fucking wild and you're the a big Godzilla awesome. fan so I am a huge Godzilla fan. But yeah, it this I didn't know what to expect. So actually just like sitting in my living room at like 2 in the morning and my whole living room is like shaking because this kid is unable to get the fourth wing moving on this 
Thropter, I was like, yo, this is actually pretty fucking sick, dude. I I mean, his ability to fly that thing was really impressive to me. I was like, yeah. whoa, Paul, where did we learn this? So, so uh, where do we want to start on the the litany of things that kind of didn't make sense or left us hanging in this movie? Because I think overall we all agreed that it was like really good and, right? Right, right. So I have to tell you this now. Um, I did not think that this was very good. Really? Yeah, I, I saw your rating, Scott, and was I know. honestly shocked. I I'm gonna I'm just gonna be honest with you. Like I struggled so hard through every facet of this movie because I couldn't understand what was happening. And I'm going right. to, if, if we're going to start anywhere, I have to start with the main plot of the movie. Like the thing that kicks off the main problem. Why in the living fuck did the emperor take Arrakis from house Harkonnen or Harkonnen just to back them in their invasion of house Harkon- Harkonnen? I or, you of, know of what? Arakeen. Of yeah, so it's like I didn't get this either, and I fucking read the first two out of three books in the series, and I'm confused because it just seems like a lot of like resources for the empire to use, like because they're using their elite army and all that, which is all in the books. And I was like, dude, watching it, I was like, yeah, wait, what the fuck? Why are we doing this? So, Peyton, what the fuck? (laughs) Yeah, for real. The Baron even says at the end of the movie when he tells Raba who is played by Dave Batista, who I love. Um, he's like, do you have any idea how much this endeavor already cost me? Like we need to get the spice production, like back up and running. I'm like, dude, you did this though. Like this, you, this was your fault. Right. So I, so let me preface by saying I have not finished the entire series. I have, a, I think like a few books left, like two, I think. But wait, how many did books you are in the series? Children of Dune. You finished the first yes. trilogy. So I've yeah, the first trilogy and the next one, and then I'm almost I'm a little bit through, like halfway through the one after that. Okay, so that's a lot. I've only read the first yeah. two of the first trilogy. So what I have gathered is the Atreides family is known for their loyalty. Like, will do anything, and I think that the Emperor of the Imperium wanted to kind of eliminate the Atreides and by putting them on the planet of Arrakis, they knew that the Harkonnens or the Harkonnens would then kill the Atreides line. And also the Bene Gesserit, the Bene Gesserit witches are trying to create what they call the Kwisatz Haderach, I think is how you pronounce it, which is this male Bene Gesserit, which is this like, all-powerful person and that's who just what jessica was trying to do with paul and create this person and i think that the reason that they were trying to take them out on arrakis was to end that kind of end the bloodline if that makes sense you know wait okay so if the witches wanted him to be the benedict cumberbatch why didn't they (laughs) why were they trying to kill him if they like want, because the, isn't that what the test? Well, okay, this okay. was another thing that confused me. Isn't that what the fucking test with the Reverend Mother is about? Is that he has enough power to withstand whatever's in the box? No, that is actually about. So the Harkonnens are known to like they're the animals. They 
they would have taken their hand immediately out of that. Um, and future, I don't know if you got to this, Lindsay, but in future books, that's how the bear, the Baron ends up dying by that. The daughter that is born to Jessica ends up killing him with the Gom Jabbar because he takes his hand out immediately. So that's kind of testing to see, okay, are you an animal or not? Because, and this isn't mentioned in the movie, but Jessica's father is the Baron. Yeah, I, I actually did read that. He yeah. raped the Reverend Mother and then gave birth to Jessica. Yep. And then as vengeance, she infected him with the disease that made him super fat. Right, right. God, so, I'm so good. What up, Lindsay? Come at me. <laughs> oh my God. No, you guys, I straight up Barry allen this whole thing. I read this in super speed. Like, yeah. There's so much I didn't take away from it. When we were reading it, Peyton's like, no, I don't want the audiobook. Like, pay attention. And I was like, oh, whatever. I'm going to read it in a day and a half. And now I'm like, she was the Baron's daughter. Like, I don't, it's so I, there's a lot I just like don't remember because I read it so fast. Right, right. Well, that's why I'm here. I, yes, well, exactly. Very much I'm like, so. I actually don't know anymore. So, like, I kind of pieced that together while I was watching. Like, I've, I've had time to think about it. So, I did piece it together because when Leto is talking, to the emissary from the empire he's like there's no faith we betray there is no call we do not answer and then baron vladimir is like the emperor is like a super jealous man and people respect house atreides and i'm like okay like i get the motive here but did it not occur to anybody that killing the most popular house would immediately set these other houses against the empire Right. And, you know, I think my brother, Dustin, who got me hooked on all of these, he's read all of the books. And whenever I have questions like that, where I'm like, you know what, this just isn't making sense. Like, why is this happening? Like, this just doesn't, this doesn't add up. He's like, yo, finish the series and it'll all come together. I think like something in the last book happens where it really lays out and fills in all of these missing pieces and like makes it make sense, which I haven't even gotten to yet. I do think that's the case too. Like I think because the answer kind of your lot to your last question, Scott, is like where this is going, this is kind of another thing that they left out. And again, full spoilers for all this shit. Um the reason that his like the Quidot Sagerac, whatever the fuck, the Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> Benedict, right? yeah, let's go just call yeah, it that. The Benedict Cumberbatch, like the reason that he is such a big deal is that he's going and the reason that Timothy Chalamet is like having a heart attack through this whole thing is that he's going to be the focus of like a holy war. There's going to be right. like a massive yes, jihad yes. in his name. And so it's like, actually the other houses don't really stand much of a chance because Paul comes out and fucking slaughters them all. Yeah, hell yeah. yeah so I'm glad that you, I'm glad you brought that up. Cause I couldn't figure that out either. Like, so the people of Arrakis, basically think he's some kind of messiah yes and okay i wanted to say this a little bit ago but i think it's really really important to note that this is literally just setting the scene for all that is to come like this right entire series takes place over like thousands of years so like the things that kind of don't make sense like i said earlier will but yeah continue Wait, so Spice, like, extends their life, right? Yes, to an extent. But, and, well, I guess, full spoilers, but 
the sandworms, there are these things called sand trouts, and it's like the early stages of, like, think of a tadpole, like the early stages right. of the sandworm. And um, Paul and Chani end up having uh, twins together who have these, like, crazy-ass fucking powers. And um, the boy, Leto, who is the Paul's son, um, ends up putting all of the sa the sand trout all over his body to extend his life so that, because uh, this is so confusing, it's like so hard to explain, <laughs> but basically Arrakis ends up like, I don't even know. You know what? I just need to stop explaining this because it's, it's like, it's, it gets well, it's so like, deep. So this, like, I think where you're trying to get to is like that the sandworms like create the desert, create yes. the sandworms. Yes. Like they are the, when, and they sort of talk about it in this movie, desert power. Yes, yes. I like how they allude to that in this movie. That's yeah, that's what he says thing. when he sees the dude surfing on the worm. I was like, oh, yeah. fuck, we can do that. That's lit as shit. Well, I know, right? That I was glad they included because it is lit as shit and they do do it. And they do it in the live action movie, right? Or the live action, sorry. <laughs> the one from 84. Yeah. The, the shitty one. You see them doing it. And yeah, they're going to like ride into battle on these motherfuckers. And it's super cool. But that's the worms are like, yeah, they like create the desert and they create the spice and right. the spice. It does a lot of things that they didn't talk about that was weird as an adaptation. So it's like it powers interstellar space travel. They say that. But what they don't explain is that the way that that it allows that is by granting what they call prescience, which mm -hmm. is what Paul is developing where he can like see the future but it's more like um he's experiencing all time at once okay is that like when it shows him first of all i'm just gonna say this because they did look sick as fuck the uniforms that house atreides wears in this movie are dope as shit so baller dude they look so, so sick as fuck um and then they showed him returning to caladon what, or I think that's what the planet was called. Caladan. Yeah. Caladan. Um, and he's on one of the big ass drop ships and his eyes are like sapphire blue. Yeah. And yeah. he's okay. with Johnny. Okay, so... And I'm like, dude, is this a vision or is this like a dream? Okay, or, Cause okay, that okay, was okay, the okay. problem. I couldn't figure out if he was like seeing the future or if he was like freaking out because then there's one where she stabs him, but then there's one where they're making out, and then there's one where they're laughing and she's wearing sandals for some reason, and I don't know, dude. Like, it was just, I... Yeah, he's That's where I started falling apart. He's experiencing all of it at once. It's like he's he exists, like, he's experiencing all time, all the time. Yeah, so right? all possibilities. Oh, yeah. he's Doctor Strange in this shit. Okay. Right. Ex except there's a better example, like, of people who just exist like that all the time. Oh, uh, oh, fucking in Watchmen. It's like that. Oh, Dr. Manhattan. He yeah, it's exactly, all possibilities. it's exactly like Dr. Manhattan. God, I love that movie, too. Anyway. Yeah. So that's what's happening. And, but it's, so it's, be so Spice does that to, um, like kind of everybody, but because Paul is special and he's the Benedict Cumberbatch, he's going to like, it's a, it, that's a whole thing for him, but it's also what allows the, the like navigator guild or whatever the fuck to go through deep space. Because the whole thing here that they left out that bothered me the most is that for whatever reason, because this is supposed to be mankind in the future, right? Mankind has like ruled out the concept of the AI because they had like one too many terminators and they're I like, guess, yeah. 
Yeah, no, this is their whole lore. It's like, yeah, like, like okay, that's what no. happened before this. So now no technology that's like like GPS, for instance, in space is allowed. So they've had to find other ways to do this. So mentats are these like people and they showed them, right, Peyton? They right, showed yeah, them. Yeah, they did very, very briefly, though. With the eyes, the white yeah. eyes that flipped up. And it's like human computers. They get trained to be a their own brain is the computer because actual computer oh, yeah it was that uh yeah the the guy that he asks how much did it cost for the empire to send him here and his eyes yeah. turn all white real quick uh -huh. and he's like doo, 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 doo. they have like okay. the tattoo on their lip or whatever yeah yeah and so they it's it's like peyton tell me if i'm wrong but the the navigator guild are like super juiced up versions of them right that but they're super high on the spice to be able to do it like to actually navigate space with just with their brains isn't that what's going on right like the the guild travelers are like in tanks 24 7 just being pumped with spice essence like all the time and i actually don't know if the mentats like ingest spice like i don't think that's where their abilities come from but i might be wrong on that actually no they're trained because that's the whole thing about paul like he was being trained as a mentat as right well, i know they're they trained i know they're trained i just don't know if it's like their abilities come from the spice like i don't think so but i think when you combine being a mentat with the spice you can like like that's what's happening to paul Right, right. Plus right. the Benny Gesserit stuff. Like it all yes. kind of like interacts in crazy ways. Yeah. And they also didn't mention, I don't think that Paul was being trained as a mentat. Like they just said, I think Jessica said, like, remember your training. But I took that as reference to like the Benny Gesserit training that she's been giving him. Yeah. I don't think they ever mentioned any of him being trained. Like, as, yeah, it was literally only ever what she showed him. So, right. and in the book, it's like, it's actually a really cool scene in the book. His dad comes up to him and he's like, okay, so, hey, we need to talk to you about, uh, you know, what you want to do in terms of going, like the lessons we've been doing together right. going forward. And he's like, he's like, yeah, this is like mentat training and you have to decide if you like, this is what happens if you want to continue doing it. And Paul's like, well, no, like that can't be right because mentats are like, never told that they're doing it until it's time to, oh shit, is this what's happening to me right now? Are you telling me that that's what we're doing? <laughs> oh it's, I don't know if I, if that was coherent at all, actually. I'm no, I got it. Yeah. I feel um, like talking about this, like this freaking book and this movie, it's like half of the time I'm like, am I making sense? Does this, is this coherent? Right. And like, if you know that it does, like it definitely has to all <laughs> right. add up if we like put it out on the board, you know, but it's, it's hard to, but so, that's that's only even like just part of what spice does right like there's the it's super valuable because of the space travel it's what's pushing paul over the edge into being the benedict cumberbatch mm -hmm. um and it's super addictive like it does have health benefits and it is a drug and so half the universe is addicted to this shit and with the blue eyes the blue eyes is from exposure to spice and so all of the fremen have it because the arrakis is just fucking covered in it all of the nobles who live on arrakis also have it but they use contact lenses because they don't want to look like the minority group right. and the, like the indigenous group that is the fremen and half the universe is doing the same thing and wearing contact lenses because everybody's addicted to spice right 
And also, it's important to note that the Benny, I mean, not the Benny, just with the Reverend Mothers, that's how they have their abilities with the, like, the Water of Life ceremonies, um, which didn't happen right. in the book, but that's how they, the Reverend Mothers have their abilities as the Spice as well. Yeah, so it basically is powering, like, everything that's going on in the universe. Yeah. Okay, so that's fucking bonkers. Um Yeah. So I'm glad that you brought up the guild navigators because this might be one of the first science fiction things where I didn't want to know more about the villain. But the one thing that I did want to know was what is the Harkonnen technology? Like, I don't understand. They look like orcs. They're all pale and gray. And I understand that in the books, they're supposed to be red haired. They all have red hair. But in this, they just reminded me of orcs. Like, I don't, I don't understand how they operate. I, yeah. Go ahead, Lindsay. No, no, you go. I, I think that the portrayal of them in the movie is kind of just to show how different they are from like the humans like i think it was noted like when paul did his the test the reverend mother when he left said like something goodbye human or whatever yeah so i think the fact that they look so different is to just be like yeah these guys are animals like they're not the same i don't i don't know if their technology really influences their looks maybe i don't know maybe it does because he was taking a weird freaking bath and all that black shit he was just know. like chilling in that balsamic <laughs> yeah. vinaigrette thing and i'm just like what the fuck but he can breathe in it clearly and i'm just right. like dude so it's some kind of medicine in the tank right and i think he doesn't right. book too maybe he must because it's in the 84 movie too and but it's I think it's like a spice bath that he's taking possibly, but that's not right. what it looks like. Obviously, it's like goopy and balsamic-y, but I I don't know. It's it's supposed to make them like grotesque, like it's visual cues and and they're related, so they want to make them look similar. We're only really seeing the two Harkonnens, right? Like we're not really looking at we're just seeing these two guys and they and they both look they have this aesthetic, but yeah. I mean, I I did like this a whole hell of a lot better than I liked the original movie, but yeah, it's still a little bit question marky, like because nobody's really an, like an alien. Like if we're really like sci-fi rules, like everybody's a a Homo sapien, right? The oh, human yeah. concept is like to be clear, like more of a it's not like biological, right, Peyton? Sorry, Chris was talking to me for a second. <laughs> I just missed that entire thing. Oh no, you're fine. I'm saying the the Harkonnens don't look different because they're literally not human. The human right, not human right. thing is not biological. Yes, right? correct, correct. It's just like the animal instincts more so. Right. So I think that the visual cues are just like these guys. Just like we just see the two of them and they're related, and it's like they make them look alike. And the Baron's described as being super nasty like that and i i like the way that they did the suspensors in this one yeah because yeah. but it's also he's like not fat enough to need them i don't know it's but the, yeah. the whole thing is that he's so fucking fat that he has to have that thing in his spine that like turns him into a hovercraft to get around mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah i did think that was cool but yeah but uh, their yeah. technology like not even like just them but like as a whole i something like didn't add up to me like they have rockets. We saw them. 
but the army only uses blade weapons. Why aren't there guns? Yeah. I think shields negate the guns. I think they they right. said that the thing that penetrates a shield is a slow moving weapon. So yeah, but then the dart goes through Leto's shield. Yeah, but the dart slowed down. Like there was, I I, I don't know. The shields were a little question marky. But the reason that that it is like that, whether the movie did a good job of explaining it or not, is that this whole thing with technology of like AI, no thank you, one too many Terminators. Uh, like the technology is reasonably limited in what it can do. Like they they don't have like the tech that we see is the tech that they have. They have like engines and mechanical shit and spaceships, but the spaceships are like piloted and run by human brain power, right? Like they've done a lot to leverage and evolve humans and that's why how we have like the Benny Gesserit and like magic and all the shit and and not technology so there is tech but it's not your traditional sci-fi okay all right um honestly my last question <laughs> my last question I saw is something that Lindsay asked too um wh- why is Zendaya even in this movie <laughs> so I- true Every scene that we saw in the trailer is just about every scene she's in in the movie. Yes. Uh, I feel like I, when I was sitting in the, the theater, I like was honestly, I loved the movie, but I was looking at the clock being like, okay, how much longer is this? And I would think back to the trailer and be like, okay, that was in the trailer and it already happened. And it was, you're right. It's all freaking Zendaya. Yeah. That like um, implies that she's way more important. There, if I remember correctly, there's even a scene in the trailer where he's like, "You're the girl I've been dreaming about," and I'm like, "That didn't happen." He just like has no, a conversation didn't. with her, and then she gives him a knife and is like, "Hey, you're gonna lose, but you seem pretty dope." I think it's like pre- I am assuming it's prefacing because Chani is a huge, huge character in the rest of the series. Well, not the entire rest; she does die, but. Um... Oh my God! Seriously? Yeah, yeah. Eventually, but Again, that's like lay, way down the road. Yes, that's not going to yes. happen in the next movie. That's yeah. like if they make it, like that might never make it to screen. Oh yeah, this is over thousands of years. Keep in mind this book series. So like, of course, everybody dies. Yeah, like they're yeah, but I'm a bunch of them are dead even where I am. But no, she's for sure huge later, and I do think they're setting her up to. I hope that she doesn't become the point of view character in the sequel, which I've heard people saying she's the main character. And I'm like, I would like very much for her to be the grounded character and the Mm -hmm. one who's connected to Paul while he starts to gain his prescience and like lose touch with where he is in time. Right. Cause it's like a weird transition for him. Like I'd like for her to ground that movie, but for him, I don't know that we got enough of his inner conflict because they don't show that he's seeing the like jihad right like the war and everything that's coming yeah they all seem like super unsure about him like they were they were crazy hostile towards him at the end of the movie like even though stilgar was like oh i met this kid he seems pretty dope and like his dad was a really cool guy too like the rest of them are like (laughs) fuck this kid yeah, and the, and it's like he matches the, um, the like prophecies and stuff, right? Yeah. And the prophecy is that he's going to come and be like free them, right? Free the fremen, and and there's going to be like this whole holy war that he's going to lead. 
as like their messiah which is like what happens in dune messiah and um oh wait the book actually is called dune messiah yeah the second oh book. my god i totally did not say that out of like humor that's fucking hilarious. no no that's what it's called it's called dune messiah <laughs> it's the sequel and it's so but they he has flashes of that all through the first book so i hope we get that in the next movie where he starts seeing what's really coming and understanding what he's seeing and i hope that someday is there to like hang tight with him while that's happening and he like discovers his powers but i do think it's hilarious that they marketed her seven minutes of screen time like to all hell well and it's not honestly it really isn't even her and i feel like i am being very nitpicky right now but it's because this these books are huge and this book series has been touted as unfilmable like by everybody and so when you get i don't even remember her name but the doctor chick who they call the judge of the chains yeah yeah Leah kynes Liet Kynes. I don't understand. Does she work for the Empire? Is she really a Fremen? Why is she helping them escape? But oh no, now she's summoning the giant worm. Oh, she's dead. Like I just, I didn't understand that whole thing. And then, like halfway through, it gets these like very, very vanilla tropes. Doctor Ua betrays them. He turned off the power to the shields. The only thing that the Harkonnen want is money. And I'm like, this is kind of like, what are they doing with that money? Like, are they just amassing it? Do they have like, are they trying to conquer other worlds? Are like, I don't know. It just like, there's so much unanswered in this that it really kind of like it. I struggled so hard to be like, I want to know more about this. Also, we never get to see Josh Brolin die. And that really upset me. Well, cause I'm not sure he is. He totally blew up. Like, there's no way that he survived because Raba was ex- executing all of the prisoners they had. And the last time that we see Josh Brolin is when he's running at the ground forces with the remainder of House Atreides. I mean, Peyton? Wait, which actor are you talking about? I just don't, I only know. Thanos. Gurney. Yui. Halle. No, oh, Gurney. Gurney. Oh, yeah. So, you, I think it's obviously a cliffhanger, but. In the in the end of the this book, you find out that he was taken by the Harkonnens. I keep saying Harkonnens because they say it in the movie. Um, it's they say that in like that in the audiobook too. Uh oh, I guess so. I guess that is Harkonnens. Um, so he is taken by them, and because he thinks that everybody dies, so he's like, okay, I have nothing to lose. I'm just gonna stay there. And you find out that he ends up like training some of the Baron's people. Um, but eventually he makes his way back. Oh, so he okay. did not die. He's alive. All right, good. That's I'm kind of okay with that. See, knowing this stuff, I'm like, okay, I can appreciate this the second time around. Like, I would maybe watch this again. And also, all of, I keep saying this, but all of this, like, the stuff about the spice, like, why are they attacking? Like, it's kind of necessary so that Paul can find the Fremen people and like become a part of them. Because if they, if the Harkonnen people never attacked, then Paul never would have been separated from the Atreides. His dad wouldn't have died and he never would have been with the Fremen people. And then everything else wouldn't have happened. Yeah. They really don't do a good job again of like playing up the Messiah thing and like how important a prophesized the one figure he is. Cause it's like, they say that, but it's, not enough for like Scott to come away saying, I get that this is all part of a prophecy that has to happen. Right. Yeah. And like, I'm no, obviously I'm like, I'm no slouch to sci-fi. Like I can pick up shit. Like I understood what the three eyed Raven meant. And like the, the 
what what the hell the first the first men were called in (laughs) game of thrones and all that shit that was really easy Uh, i fucking hope so scott (laughs) well i know but like this i don't know like this just it was really and i don't mean to sound like i'm bashing on it because i'm not because i do no i don't think you are at all i think this is all valid yeah well i just like i i want to know more but i want to know more in the sense that, like, I just need answers to the things that didn't get explained in the movie. Like, I don't, I do yeah. want to know the deeper stuff, but the way that I saw it in the movie doesn't make me want to keep going deeper. It's more right. like, I want my question answered. Oh, okay, cool. All right, bye. Yeah, I get that. I think that it's so hard because, like, when you make a movie after a book, like you can't expect everybody that's wa- is watching the movie has already read the book and you can't just be like right. well read the book to find out what the answers are like you have to I mean, expect... Harry Potter tells you sure you can yeah that is true oh my god <laughs> sorry go on <laughs> but yeah so i totally get what you mean you're just like i want these questions answered and it's like it's kind of annoying it just left a lot of unopened questions that i'm hoping are answered in the next movie movies yeah right i'm thinking there might be three of these because this is like i can't imagine this doesn't get its sequels yeah it's not greenlit yet but it's making money and there's no fucking way like they're gonna make another they'll make at least one more i hope right they have to they can't just yeah yeah well you can't say they have to because we get movies like aragon true well and you're like wow we have no fucking answers to that shit (laughs) <laughs> this is a different a different world than the one Aragon was made in, though. With the, like, this is different stakes. They will make another right. one of these movies. I'm fucking sure of it. Well, but because yeah. like this I isn't think... the end of the story. Like, there's so much more. Right. Yeah, and I think the failing of this one wasn't how little of the story it told. And I do want to talk about what I think it should have done because I think I know how it could have been good. But I think the issue is that just those those things that we identified, like more information about Spice, more information about the prophecy, and more information about like Mentats and technology. Right. It, and and I understand that would have pushed this up to the three hour mark, but uh, you know, so I want to talk about the stuff that I think could have made this yes, better, please. and then we can move into ratings probably. Or move in that direction, yeah? Yeah, absolutely. So, in the book, and I'm sure in the, like, very early scenes of the next movie, they, like, after Paul kills the dude that he killed at the end of the movie. Oh, yeah, the knife fight guy? That was pretty cool. (laughs) Yeah, Javid. That was so fucking sick. And there's, like, uh, this whole thing about, like, he... Paul cries and they're like, oh my god, it's like the water of your body. Holy shit, you're such a good dude to like give that to the dead. And they all like fall over themselves about it, right? Mm -hmm. And then he gets to pick his name. And his name is Muad'Dib. And he picks it from it's the name of the mouse that we see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in the opening lines of the book, it's like, it's not actually uh, Shandi. Is it Shandi? I Zendaya. think it's Chani. Chani, sorry, it is Chani. So yeah. Zendaya, um, her, it's it's not actually her character. It's a different character that does these like chapter opener. Oh, lines. that's Princess Arulan. Yeah, and and she'll be in the later ones. Probably yeah. should be. In the She's next the movie. daughter of the the emperor. Yeah, but they could have. The opening line is like, 
to understand Muad'Dib, you have to like put him in his place. And even though he was born in Caladan, his place is Arrakis and he is like the king of Dune or some bullshit, right? And you don't know. It doesn't say Paul Atreides, right? right. And so you're like, this has got to be Paul, right? Mm-hmm. Her little, like Zendaya's little opening thing about my planet Arrakis is so pretty. It should have been the opening line from the book. And it should have ended with him getting his name and being Muad'Dib and everyone could say, oh, fuck, you're the thing everybody was talking about in the beginning. And and, yes. and, and you're going to be with Zendaya. And she knew about you. She narrated it. And like, that would have worked for me. Yes. Way, way better than, yeah, I totally agree. I don't know why we couldn't have gotten there. That, so that's my I mean, rant about that. I would have totally been down for that because I would have explained, that would have set up that like, hey, this is about Paul's journey. Follow right. along with us, you right. know, like, but this, I was yeah. just like, Hey, that planet looks scary. Yeah. There needed to be some sort of, and I usually don't like this with movies, like just a bow to wrap it up, but there, this movie needed it. Like there was so much going on that there needed to be a concise, like, okay, there, this was the clear point and it was somewhat resolved and maybe not. And it will progress to the next movie. Yeah, we needed to have like a much clearer idea of where we're going than right. they gave us. I think we just needed more information and and like a reveal. Yeah, they needed a bow on this and him murdering a dude and everyone walking off into the desert. I was like, where's the next half an hour of this movie? Also, we could have had a really cool jaw dropper moment where we see where the Fremen actually live. Yeah. Yeah, because their Wait, shit why? is where not. Where do they actually live? They I thought live they lived underground. Yeah, they do, but it's like super cool and like so many passageways and like intricately uh, dug underground, and it's super fucking sick. Well, and water, right? Like the one yeah, that they the show where like they go to in this one, or like where they would have allowed uh, uh, Jason Momoa, who we'll discuss. We need to hit on that. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's like not where they're actually at. Like, that's what's cool about the Fremen. They're kind of like, yeah, yeah, no, come and see our our spot. Look how terrible it is to be Fremen. But low-key, the Fremen are trying to, like, terraform the planet, which is why there's right. no satellites. They have a deal where they're like, we'll let you fucking mine the spice and not murder all your asses, like, wholesale. But no satellites and, it, and no coming down to, like, this southern hemisphere of the planet or something. And they're, like, trying to terraform it without anyone knowing. Yeah, that's so sick. Lit. Yeah, I really think we're going to get all of this coming later. I think it'll be in the next one to two movies. And I yeah. think that this is going to go down as a fucking incredible, like sci-fi epic. And it's just that, I mean, and I'm glad we got almost three hours of the intro. It's like a little bit of a letdown by itself, but when we have this whole thing together, I think it's going to be really good. Me too. Yeah. When it all, when all the movies come out and everybody's going to be like, okay, that was 100% necessary. This is amazing. Yeah, the rewatch of all three Dune movies. Right, yeah. Will be great. I think that's when I'm going to be like, okay, like I'll give this another shot. I see like I don't think I would watch this again before the second one comes out. I will need to watch it again, um but I would rather read the book in between then. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you should do 100%. But you know what your assigned reading is before Yes, that. I yes, mom, I know. <laughs> <laughs> um so I had an important question, actually, before we move into Jason Momoa. Um, oh, I thought it was Jason Momoa. <laughs> it is very shortly, but I just, this really bothered me. Um, 
you don't lose only a thimble full of water a day if you don't address uh, the fact that this is like a poop suit. Like, what's going on? Right. Why aren't we talking about that? Yes, where is the waste going? Yeah, we get like the whole conversation about the still suits and they don't talk about like the most crucial thing, which is that it recycles your urine and faces. Like, that's how you don't lose any fucking water. It's a closed system. Yeah, she kind of touched on it, but I figured that that meant like waste as well. But I also was kind of like, okay, but like when they shit too, like, is that the same thing? Yeah, like everybody is shitting in those suits and I just like... I just <laughs> wanted them to mention it. I don't know why. I just was like, you're just not going to talk about that. It's like so, they so critical. Even, they could have even done like when Paul was like, yo, Jessica, like drink from the suit. Like, and she could have just made like a face or something like just insinuating like this is whack. This is disgusting. Like, yeah. I just, what does that taste like? What is that liquid taste like? I was thinking that the entire books, that, whenever man. they're like, I took a sip from my still suit. I'm like, yeah, good luck to you, bro. <laughs> yeah, it's, it is not great. And, uh, no. but I mean, that's why, like, so the, the, the other thing that's really cool about where the Fremen actually live is that they have a bunch of water. Like they have right. like giant caverns full of water, but they fucking live like this. And they yeah. don't cry. It's like so valuable. It's such a finite resource. Um, but now, now Wait. let's talk about. Oh, go Bef- ahead. Before we talk about Jason, I want you commented, um, Scott, that you wanted you knew the symbolism of the bowl. Like I was thinking about. Oh, that. oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. What so, bowl? The uh, Lido says it one time, and it's when he's talking to Paul that their their ancestors fought bulls for sport and it was them overcoming a great beast oh, oh shit like the harkonnens right yeah saying? okay or oh, that's, that's good like even you could think take it further and think like when paul would look at the statue of the bull like that tiny little thing like him yeah. overcoming him like himself almost oh did he have that in the book I don't think he did have that in the book. Honestly. Oh, did he have it in the movie? Was he holding yeah. the ball? He, no, there was like this well, he had a little statue. statue. Yeah. Oh, I don't remember it. I'm gonna watch it again. I yeah. for sure will. I'm stoked. Yeah. That we can I'm gonna it rewatch home. it with Chris and uh, Tristan wants to watch it too. Yeah, definitely. Um, well, that's good. So, uh, for our listeners. We got into a whole thing today in our notes document about um, whether Jason Momoa looks better bearded or after the unbearding. <laughs> I I can't believe he did that. Because he has a beard when you first see him. Because he's living in the desert. And like he's he? been there for a while. Yeah, when you first see him, he's got a beard. Cause, uh, but then he... I can't remember because he's got like a little bit of a goatee when they first re- when he returns. Uh, so the first time you see him is when he's testing the the those sick ass looking stealth fighters. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then the next time is after he's already been on Arrakis. He's met Stilgar and he's brought some of them back with him. And he's. He's shaved, but he's still got a little bit of a goatee. But then after that, which actually leads into one of my important questions. Um, after he, like, after the attack on Arakeen, he just fucking knows exactly where they are. 
in the Didn't fucking. Some of them have a tracker on. Didn't they say that? At yeah, some point? I think so. I it was definitely mentioned in the book because Duncan was actually the person who put those there. Wait, was it Duncan or actually it might have been um, the doctor? I think it, it was, was in the UA. movie. It implies it was UA because the his symbol on his forehead is carved into the. Seat. Oh yes, yes, you're totally right. You're totally right. I think it actually was him in the book too, but but Duncan did he he died in the movie? Yeah, he, he does, but you know, major spoiler again, and what I'm so hyped about because Duncan is easily my favorite character in the movie. Like he, oh, I don't know, sure. he is just amazing. I love him. Um, but he ends up getting turned into what is called a gola, which is like when someone dies, you can take like the Ixens, which is like uh, equivalent to the Atreides, like just another planet family. Um, they take like a tiny DNA sample and implant it into this Gola. And it's an exact replica of the person. And, but they're not supposed to have any of their memories, but Duncan ends up breaking through and like being the same Duncan and just keeps like every time he dies, just a new one gets sent. So he's just in, like, he's still in the book that I'm reading right now. Like, five books later. oh my god really yeah. yeah i'm yeah, super here for that yeah super hype about oh it oh my god i love when he shows up in messiah and it's like hey no like still it could totally be mean yeah paul's like too bad that i'm not myself anymore like, you <laughs> yeah. recognize my ass sorry <laughs> he's like i did a genocide seven thousand times <laughs> yeah but in the oh. messiah, when he was just like casually talking about killing like 64 billion people i'm like yo come yeah. on now bro yeah it's like it's really wild like yeah, it said. gets wild but first they have to learn how to ride fucking sandworm and we're gonna <laughs> yeah. have to wait until why didn't they film these movies together why didn't they film like, i know like, what the right. fuck cowards uh-huh i, I want think, my i think that's tomorrow. more the pandemic and not knowing how movies are going to perform i think if right. we that's were fair. if we were like three years ago and this came out i think we would have had it shot back to back to back or now, but no COVID. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. now with no COVID, but, you know, one can dream. Well, it already um, got delayed in 2020, so because it's going to cost them yeah. so many hundreds of millions to not do that. Like, to have exactly. to go back and set up again. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But, but the real question is... So far. Oh, how much it's made? I think it's made, like, $36 million or something in the States. So it cost 165 million to make, and so far it has made 221 million worldwide. Wow. So it is a profitable oh, film. Fuck! Wow, that's awesome. Especially and the, wor- the like the worldwide premieres like are crazy. Like they yeah. got so much pub- publicity; it's insane. Yeah, I mean, and that's why I get them being like, "Yeah, Zendaya is totally in this movie. Don't even worry <laughs> right. about it." Like, Grell knows how to handle a red carpet. Like, oh, holy fucking my shit! God. Yeah, it's been stupid. I have been enjoying every minute of the publicity for this movie. Um, but Momoa, bearded or unbearded? Beard. I have to say, beard. beard. Unbearded. Beard. He he looks like he's gonna borrow your lawnmower and never give it back. No, he's still sexy either way, but beard, beard and the hair is just, nothing tops it. Yeah, I think he looks good. I really liked Scott's description earlier today. With the beard? 
uh, <laughs> yeah, bearded. He looks like he's apologizing for impregnating your girlfriend from the other side of the room as you two entered an axe throwing bar. Yeah. <laughs> Credit Literally to Scott. Exactly what he looks like, dude. <laughs> no, that's absolutely correct. And I, I think I think uh, the appeal, the appeal of the unbearding is that now he looks like maybe he's going to stop throwing axes and raise that baby. You oh know? my god! Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but i agree i agree bearded um also he and tom holland have the same wild eyebrow and i don't like it yeah, yeah. i after you brought that up i was like what the fuck you like, can't that, that totally caught me I off guard yeah now. And now i'm oh like shit i first noticed it on tom holland in far from home and i hadn't seen it before and once it caught my eye it was over and he he likes it and i'm like groom these men what is going on i it's really it distracts me now god far from home was such a good movie mm, love it anyway spider-man movies god, i can't wait I, well okay the internet says that a new trailer is like imminent like everyone's like kind of like we'll see we got new stills one of which is him running away in the iron spider suit from doc ock so which is apparently him throwing a car Oh my god. Peyton, have you seen the Raimi Spider-Man movies? The what? The like the The old ones, the original ones. Oh, oh, of course. Of course. Good, good. Good. Spider-Man is like one of my favorite superheroes, especially Tom Holland's. I just love Tom Holland in general. He's the best Spider-Man. No one ever, ever asks. You've seen the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man, right? Yeah. No one ever asks that shit. I'm like, dude, I mean, it I think choosing the lizard as the villain in the first one was smart, but the way that they went about it was really dumb. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, hey, we're going to have the rhino in the second one, but just kidding, he's not really in it. And then why don't we tease all these other guys like Doc Ock and then, oh, it's the goblin or whatever. But... Sony doesn't know what they're doing. And <laughs> right. the, the only good part of those movies was Gwen Stacy and Honest to God, I hope that What's-Her-Name reprises that role. Oh my god. Oh, that'd too. be cool. One can hope. That would actually yeah, be pretty it. sick. Keep her. We're let's just do all kinds of crazy shit. Let's just bring her in. Let's blend it up with Venom. Let's just who even cares anymore? Let's and have them still come back for Avengers movies. Just 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 put them all in it. It'll be great. We'll see, man. We'll see. Anyway. What I would like to see right now is I want to know what both of you gave this. Because you guys know mine. I gave it a four out of ten. Just because yep. I had questions. I understandable. Could, like, understandable. Yeah. I gave, I, it, I gave it a 9 out of 10 only oh, because shit. only because I saw it on RPX it was very yeah. it was such an immersive experience and also I having read the books I understand that this is a preface and this all of this is necessary for what's to come and if I hadn't read the books I probably would have given it the same rating like a 4 out of 4 out of 10 yeah, I think in retrospect, Scott, you'll be stoked in a few years. I think you'll be like, this yeah, like once I actually awesome. go back in and like read read more about it and stuff, I feel like I'll I'll even be a just, lot more confident. Even just once you have a sequel, I honestly think yeah. the next one. I think a lot of what we just did spoilers on is going to be what's in the next movie, and I think it's going to be sweet. Yeah. Um, I I was also I was less less pleased than Peyton, but more than Scott <laughs> with a seven point nine. This is my mm. second point nine. Dude, in your a row. points, man! Like, damn, <laughs> you're real specific. You know, it gives me latitude to kind of like move within a you know 
<laughs> I don't know. Field. Yeah, you know, I could kind of just feel feel it out. But I, if this had ended with Paul getting his name and arriving like in the Fremen city, I'd have given this a nine. Um, and I don't know. I just I wanted that. I wanted it to open up with that iconic first line. I just I get why everyone kind of has blue balls right now. I wish that they could have done them all at once. I wish we could. Somebody could just be so brave, and Villeneuve would just be like, "Yeah, every every like three to six months, you're getting a Dune movie." Yeah, Buckle up. Right. That would have been dope. I would love to wait three months right now thinking about Dune too. Oh, you know, be so sick. Yeah, but you know, it's too bad. Fair. But I mean, well, and that's the thing. Like, ha- this book is old. So I feel like it's in the same vein as Ender's Game because a lot of people don't know, and I don't know if I've ever told you this or not, but I loved the movie Ender's Game, and I've read the books. I the respect books are, for that opinion. I have also read it and seen it. Yeah, the books are are obviously phenomenally way better, but the movie was still, in my opinion, pretty good. Asa Butterfield fine. did a really good job as Ender, um, but it it kind of lends itself to the same thing. Like there is so much more that happens in the book and the movie doesn't, or the way the movie ends, it's like, Oh, he became a vice admiral and he's allowed to wander the galaxy wherever he wants. Dude, there's so much more shit after that. Like he restarts the fucking colony and shit. But I feel like that's the same thing as Dune is like, it could lead to a really good saga of films. If, studios believe in it enough mm-hmm. yeah i agree they need the uh they need the buy-in they need to make money on this one and the next one and and you know we were just talking about this in one of the recent prior episodes i don't know which um about going past three i think it was in the halloween episode we we're talking about franchises episode, yeah, we were talking that go about on forever <laughs> <laughs> um but i i really hope we can come into like that marvel can usher us into a new era whereby we can have franchises that go beyond three and do not begin to suck that would be really nice I and hope I, this does. Yeah. This goes beyond three. Like I think that the way that this movie was done, it could do really well going beyond three. You think Timothy Chalamet would hop on for that kind of like when he's uh, on, like a Marvel contract? Not, honestly, <laughs> now that I'm thinking about that, probably not. They could cast like grown Paul, though. You know. Yeah, but well, he's only thinking... supposed to be 15 in this, right? Right, and he's not in all of them. Like he actually isn't in anything after dune messiah now that i was gonna say the last time i saw paul he was walking out into the desert to die so i'm not (laughs) really sure that i know what's gonna happen i was like yo there's a book three what's (laughs) yikes because i think are we gonna rescue paul and then i got distracted with something else and didn't start the third (laughs) my god yeah, Dune Messiah gets fucking crazy, but but not before things get really crazy with this story. And I I'm stoked for one to two more movies of like before Paul reaches full dictator mode while he while things are still happening on Arrakis. Um, yeah, yeah. So yay Dune though, I liked it a lot. I gave the villains a five out of ten. I I like the aesthetic better. We talked about this a little bit. Like it's better. Um, they just can't quite seem to nail this guy down though, huh? Yeah, I agree. I give him a six out of ten. He was he was like really not in it. He didn't really do anything. Like you knew that he was the main villain and he was kind of just bossing everyone around. Uh, but he really didn't do jack shit. Yeah. He 
this was another from a production side of things. This was another thing that kind of like really bothered me about this movie was the times where it did just like cut to showing something of the Harkonnens didn't make any sense because we were still right in the middle of like the perils of them being stuck in the desert or running away from something. And then it would just be like him talking at the table and then he kills yeah. Dr. Yue and I'm like, and then right. it just goes right back to them. And I'm like, why did we, why didn't we just conclude what was happening right there? Right. And then that happened a lot in the book too. It would jump around so much. Okay. Yeah. It was exposition central and you would switch POVs over to those yeah. guys. And I was like, Oh, it's these assholes sitting in a room. Like literally my mental image of it. And again, I bury Al into this, but my mental image of those chapters is literally just like, these two dudes like i don't have anything filled in around them because there's yeah yeah exactly yeah the chapters are just just nothing it's just talking they're just sitting there right and yeah and they come up out of nowhere and then you go back you're like wait what was paul doing and there's some crazy <laughs> shit going on and i don't know but i i do hope you read the books though scott like i i really I enjoyed this book i was losing my shit during this whole like the climax of what we got here where they're like stuck in they kind of ditched that where they almost get stuck in the sand trying to get the still tent out of the sand and yeah i texted yeah. your brother because dustin got me on this too right dustin sat uh-huh. me down last time i was home and was like this is what i'm reading this is the whole thing you need to read dune and i was like okay and i read <laughs> so i read dune yeah and i i was texting dustin the whole time i'm like dude i'm like holding people up in the grocery store because i have this on my audiobook and i'm like stopping in the middle like to like just like yo what like just listening <laughs> i love that it was really good it was super intense but yeah um i can't wait for the second two-thirds yeah um, me too i'm pretty stoked and peyton thank you so much for like coming on and explaining all of the shit that oh my God, I course. very clearly was not going to look up without you. So. <laughs> of course. This is l- such an honor, you guys. I'm so glad you came on with us. I mean, we'll have to bring you back for more. Mar- now that I know you're a Marvel fan, like we'll have to bring you oh, back yeah. on for more Marvel stuff too. Oh yeah. I'll talk about Marvel all day. Let's go. We're going to get you on some new stuff too. It's your time. <laughs> oh, it is. It is. I'm like thinking oh, of things right. to add yeah. to her watch list. Um, but I told her lock and key. I told both these guys lock and key. Oh I'm yeah, 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 yeah. I was actually I was gonna tell Renee about that. I gotta I gotta figure out if she wants. If that's something she'll watch with me. I doubt it. But <laughs> it was good. I finished season two yesterday. It was great. Um, I didn't have very much to do. <laughs> um, well, that's, yeah. But uh, speaking of things coming up, so we're gonna have. The Empire Strikes Back will be out on Friday. So We're excited. Very excited about that. Favorite yeah, I can't wait. Um, and then after that, we won't have anything the following Monday on the 8th because we will have the Eternals on the 10th and give everyone time to see the Eternals. Yeah. So super stoked about that. And then the Wheel of Time Primer on the 12th. And we have just been continuing to get more stuff from them. And it's insane. So either trailer or we're just doing it on the 12th. Yeah. Um. And then Raiders, and then the Wheel of Time. So we're only a few weeks away, folks. It's it's really happening. It's, yep. it's all coming finally. together. Lindsay will finally shut the hell up. No. <laughs> Never. A whole section of every episode dedicated to my hype and the, the fucking countdown. This is a it's real true. thing. But until until that happens, you guys can send us feedback at gobehindthetimeline at gmail.com. Let us know what you thought of Dune. 
Um, let us know if you're stoked for the next one. Let us know if you want a guest spot on the show. And check us out on Instagram at Go Behind the Timeline and at Twitter at Behind Timeline. And send us your thoughts and laugh at the memes and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts for notifications. Yeah. And uh, yeah, thanks, Peyton. And um, Thank until you, we see guys. you guys next time, see you, stay nerdy. Blah. <laughs> stay nerdy, guys. Thank you.